Welcome to the Sounds of the World. We are your hosts, Hillary and Bill. Together, we're going to travel around the world to discover new music, discuss musical topics, and interview fascinating people. Our world is a buffet of music, and it is time to eat. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sounds of the World podcast. Uh, today, we have a very special guest coming to us from a long distance away. Um, he is currently, well, he's from Sousse, Tunisia. Uh, he began his career yeah. as a B-boy at the age of 19. Uh, and by 20, was emceeing for a B-boy group called Junoon, uh, Craziness Crew. Uh, during the time, yeah. he fell in love with U.S. hip-hop acts, such as Wu-Tang Clan, Love Wu-Tang, Black Sheep, and Leaders of the New School, to name a few. He joined a well-known hip-hop group in Tunisia called the Red Star and recorded several mixtapes with them along with an album. Uh, he later, after the group disbanded, he joined another group called Ziara, the biggest pop culture show in Tunisia, and started touring in the Tunisian superstar DJ Gamera. Uh, our very special host today, we're going to just talk to him and find out who he is, where, what he's up to, what's inspired him, how he fell in love with hip-hop. Uh, it's a, a, a genre of music I deeply love and what is going on in the future for him. So please welcome to our show, Marwan Mrag. Woo! Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Thanks. Thank you so much for being on. It's, it's great. You know, saw your video from Anthony, uh, New Revolution, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. doing your little... Uh, your freestyle, the short little freestyle video that he had up there. And I was just like, what? Who? Yeah. What is this? This is amazing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I wasn't really, I wasn't really happy about that freestyle, you know, because the condition of that day w- was really rough. You know, it mm. was, the, uh, it, it was um, the morning after the night they dropped the order, everybody to stay home and not between, and not moving between cities. It happened like, 10, 10 p.m. And I was like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do? Am I am I have to act like I I didn't know about it? And right. I just act like I didn't know about it. And, I, and, and you know, tomorrow morning I went to the radio and cops stopped the car and they took our papers and they told us if you really wanna if if you want us to believe you that you're going to spend the night in your city, you just come back 7 p.m. and get your paper back. So I spent the whole freestyle, you know, stressed out. I was like not comfortable at all because I have to get back before 7 p.m. You know, to get to get my papers back. Wow. It was there were there were two stress because if I don't if I don't if if you know 7 5 p.m. I get uh, I'll be you know at the police station to get my paper back. They'd be like no papers back and you know you know you know uh, sanctions punishment and. And, and all that stuff so it was a very stressful morning but it happened good you know Yay. my goodness Yay. wow I'm like getting chills i'm like no what happened <clears throat> yeah no in the car everybody has an authorization to go to work and i'm and as an artist you know it, it was like secondaries i told you at the beginning so i was like i'm sorry uh, it happened 10 p.m last night uh, so i yeah i, can, I cannot do nothing so so they told me just just get back, get your paper before seven p.m. and everything will be okay. So, wow, oh I didn't what they asked me to do. Yeah. Oh, super stressful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, there, there's at least there's at least like a three hours car and like uh, four cities between Sousse and between Sousse and Tunis, you know the capital. Mm-hmm. 
so that's a lot of distance. We're not talking the city next door, you know. So so yeah. for sure, cops are going to stop me anyway. <laughs> right, right. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Man, that's crazy. I still think you nailed it, though. The freestyle is so much fun to listen to. Um, I don't know. It yeah, had me I dropped weird. some. <laughs> yeah, I dropped some Soros comments, you know, on YouTube from from my friends and you know, and the Red Star fans, you know, tell them that I'm sorry if some, you know, uh, people took wrong uh, some. Uh, you know, my verses are mixed with local language. Yeah, okay. And I noticed that. Yeah. I was... If there's something you didn't understand, it's because uh, there are local words in it. So I can, oh. you know, invite people to to comprehend even a little bit because not in, everybody listens to English and American rap music, but not everybody understands. So, you know, to make it a little bit cool, you know, you mix a little bit of local language. So due to the stress I've been under, so I just dropped some couple of stars to my fans if 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 uh if I didn't make it well in some lines. You know, my community, everybody raps in my community. You know, there's a lot of rappers, you know, everybody, everybody, you know, listen good and they really know what you're doing. So um, they invited me actually to do it again, the freestyle. So oh, but cool. next time I'm going to invite, you know, you know, like you can say the most known rappers in, you know, in the country, which is you know, my band, Red Star and Clyde, Clyde BBJ. So those are, you know, the top. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. I love that you're like intermixing the English and then uh, is it uh, is it Arabic that you got that you speak in Tunisia? Yeah. Well, well, what we speak in Tunisia is not Arabic. It's oh, like okay. uh, it's like forty percent Arabic, but the rest of it is Tunisian mixed with uh, with uh, an ancient local language um, uh, called Amazigh. Oh, wow. A-M-A-Z-I-G-H. So so that's M-A-Z. So, you know, um, Arabic is more complex, you know, beautiful, uh, uh, very deep, uh, but less used than, than the local language, you know. Mm-hmm. Even in rap music, we got only, I think, two rappers that raps 100% with uh, pure Arabic. Mm-hmm. But uh, the rest of us, uh, we rap in Tunisian. That's so That's cool. That's really cool. I really yeah. Like yeah. 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 Um, I so uh, my dissertation was on hip hop and rap music, and uh, one of the things I talked about was the rap in other countries, and uh, I talked about a Palestinian uh, rapper, and she was just she was amazing. And she's raps in Palestinian. And it was just, it was such a cool uh, version to hear it, you know, rather than just English all the time that we're so used to, you know. And uh-huh. I love that it that uh, it's one of those language or art forms that can really be malleable to other languages, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. And, 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 and I can I can add to this, uh, you know. Uh, there's a story of a poet uh, who who went to a very far city and then uh, it's really related to what you just told me, you know, especially when you hear something with another language and you like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that poet went to a very far city and, and said, yo, uh, who is the hottest poet in here? I want to battle him. They told him, go to this man. He went to that man and he was like, uh, he looked. He lost the battle. He told him, "Can you learn me how to do this?" 
you told him, yeah, you just first have to learn uh, by the heart at least 10,000 verse. You know, a 10,000 line. So he went, he learned the 10,000 line by the heart and gave back to the poet and told him, I did it. You know, his master told him now, forget every line you learn and begin (laughs) to write right now. So what happened, what happened when, when you listen to something, for example, I speak Arabic. I speak Arabic, but I, but I've been learning English music, you know, um, English rap music since the since the 80s until now you know by the heart and when i rap in arabic in my language what i'm using is all the techniques that i learned from from the american rap music that i, that I learned from from the heart so the only thing you feel different is that uh you know those words i'm using when right. i'm rapping in arabic so so when you hear a palestinian or uh a spanish or whoever not american rapping you know he's using the techniques that came from that from hip-hop that make what he's doing looking like really hip-hop you know mm-hmm. without with no need to understand it so i feel with somebody uh come to me and tell me uh i love this guy uh, he raps very good even though i don't understand it because you know the base and the source are the techniques and are you know everything that he learned from the source you know which is hip hop, you know, from the source. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I found it enjoyable, even like the parts that I didn't understand. Like, I was like, man, there's a rhythm to this. Like, there's something that's still communicated because you still feel connected and you still feel like invited. And then at least for me, like when the English came back, I was like, oh, okay, I I know what he's saying now. And then I (laughs) I love that you mixed it all because it was it was still enjoyable for me to even just to be like, yeah, I don't know what he's saying, but this is still cool. (laughs) Right, right yeah so uh did you are you from a kind of musically inclined family or are you kind of the odd one out well there's a bit of art in my family for example you know um my uncle and my mom uh they built the biggest wooden boat in the country you know like uh, wood boats this is you know the work of my family since kind of 1920 oh wow uh, yeah so uh we kept on doing it, uh, you know, the old way, you know, using um, old machines, you know, but just, you know, uh, just using uh, what we should use in 2021 or 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of art in this. There's sculpture, there's painting, there's, uh, you know, design and all that stuff. Uh, I'm different. Uh, you can say I'm the only musician in the family. Okay. But... The whole family is linked to art anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, holy cow, I love. And I feel like those translate so beautifully to each other because, like you said, you're still being, like, mindful and adding that artistry and that craftsmanship, even in your music, or if you are, you know, working on both. That's really cool. I discovered myself as a rapper in... 1996 and it's this is funny you know you know the first rap song I ever I was too much into painting and sculpture mm. and, and and making you know beautiful things with uh you know from playing too much lego and all that stuff right right <laughs> and then just 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 a little bit of music you know and, and something very funny happened uh a cousin of mine wrote a record and it was you're not going to believe this it was the first rap verse i ever heard in my life 
it was Millie Vanilli going oh. Ghost Crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years later, I was like, "Hey, boy, you sure this is this is the track that got you in love with with hip hop?" Yeah. <laughs> I still cannot believe it, but but it's what happened. And then right after that, I went outside and I was asking everybody, "Okay, look, look, this this guy." He's not singing. He's just talking. But there's a rhythm. Where can I find this? I want to buy every tape of anybody who was doing the same same thing as this. Okay. And then yeah, and then I began I began to rap. <laughs> then you just became like obsessed, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I believe the two tapes that I bought were. Um, uh, Grave Diggers, mm-hmm. okay. G-R-A-V-E-D, the album, and uh, In the Summertime, uh, Shaggy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, those are the first two tapes that I, that, I, that I bought, and they gave me the Wu tape as a gift. A friend of mine gave me the Wu tape as a gift. It was a cassette. Mm-hmm. And then I was after every hip-hop band. You know that I could find. You know, at that time, Tunisia was not a technologically advanced. You know, you know, especially in the society, so, you know, to have internet and all that stuff. It was like, you know, high end technology at that time. So, right, know, you have to buy magazines. You have, you have to ask people. I worked in hotels so I can meet people from 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 overseas. I began working in hotels when I was eighteen. It was like in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of how it all begun, you know, kind of just a bit right, of a right, right. Yeah, yeah. It amazes me that we have the internet now and can just hop on and and listen to anything all over the world and just do a quick search. But I mean, back that was when I was growing up, and it was like if you wanted a CD, you went out and bought it, or if you wanted a tape, you had to go out and buy it. The store had to have it. And yeah, that life. The mercy of it. Yeah. Yeah, that life is really beautiful before, you know, for example, you know, for now, people are not too much like when they build a house, they want, they want, you know, the, the aluminum windows. And I just, I just, I, I'm, I'm still in love with wooden, you know, the, the, the old life, you know, the wooden windows yeah. until today, you know, before, before, you know, the city, where in the world, beside, you know, the flag format, where you can find a better, a better sound than in the city. No, I still right. put a CD in a player until today. You know, it's yeah. a, you compare the MP3. MP3 is nothing, nothing, nothing in front of, in front of a CD. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a, a teacher in college who was like, MP3 yeah, is yeah. trash, and I can't wait for it to die. And I remember being like, Oh my god, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> until today, we're 2021. Every time I put uh, George Michael's CD, Faith. I, yeah. When when the guitar began, the, the quality on the CD is. is you know, you oh, can yeah. have the best the best headphones. You put the track on YouTube or you even download it from whatever platform. It mm-hmm. won't sound like in the CD. Right. Mm-hmm. So These people just don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still remember, like, we had a little uh, CD tape record store, probably like four blocks from our house. And walked mm-hmm. down there and I was always, like, buying new CDs and new cassette tapes. And it had, like, a little cassette walkman you know and yeah uh, a walkman for sure yeah uh, i had a i had a so like i really at first i got in with kind of crisscross you know because i was young and i was like oh these are kids doing this this is cool you know 
and then that led to other ones and eventually landed up with like nwa and stuff but i was just like yeah uh, it was it's it was such a, an experience to walk down there and be like oh searching through the piles of of cds and tapes and what what's a new one that i haven't heard yet and uh and just the smell of kind of a record store is so cool it's something you'll never forget yeah for sure yeah oh man so 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 Sumer, who are some of your favorite artists so you had wu-tang clan and then who else well um well no like a few rappers in the band, you know, Wu-Tang Clan, like, for, you know, Method Man, Inspector mm-hmm. Deck. Uh, so uh, out of Wu-Tang, uh, I've begun to focus too much on Drake when he began uh, because I used to sing before and then suddenly I found somebody who can give me an example of what it looked like to rap and sing at the same time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, also, I... Uh, you know, at a certain period before, I was like uh, always following performance rappers. You know, like Twista, mm-hmm. like T Nutty, uh, like Twisted Insane. You know, the rappers who uh, you know every rapper from both Ducks and Harmony, especially, right. especially Crazy Bone. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, um, I gave I gave respect to the culture, so I, I had to follow and comprehend uh, who who really are who are you know uh big and tupac mm-hmm. made a rest in peace so uh i don't have i don't have a certain uh rapper that i consider as an idol to me uh okay yeah i'm always in the pursuit of those who can learn me more techniques of performance uh, because i know that you know, I know that if a rapper is, you know, is influenced by only one or two or three rappers, you know, you can straight away feel who is who is he following, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you, you yeah, yeah. But if you like um, really train on uh, listening and writing the same as 10 or 20 or 30 other rappers do, you became to have, you know, your own Lego of techniques, something that, it, you know, identified only you. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not the type to be, you know, uh, following a rapper. You know, I love Eminem too much, you know, because uh, he is, for me, the only rapper who made happen one of the basics of rap of, of, of rapping for me. You know, I'm not MC, you know, maybe partially, but rapping, mm-hmm. you know, more importantly, is the fact that no matter how deep your lyrics is, you can put the word you wish and keep on having uh, a wonderful flow. This is something really hard. Sometimes rappers are like are like forced forced to use words that really shouldn't be in the line just to make the line sounds good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but but you know, uh, Eminem is one of those who can put every every single vocab he has in in whatever matter or subject in every single flow and this is something that you know basically uh, you know it's something very important uh, you, you have to control how to do this because it, it helps too much um, in making you able to write anything you want on 
any instrumental and and using any flow different flows even for 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 the same verses so mm -hmm. so that's this is why I love Eminem but as I told you I'm I'm always in the pursuit you know and 10 years ago pe people didn't know you know Kendrick Lamar right uh yeah other rappers that are right now you know superstars like J Cole and and the day after you like and the year after like nine years ago um you know uh pages hip hop pages and news become the right that these are the 10 this is the top 10 of those who uh going to be superstars one day and it mm -hmm. happened mm -hmm. so uh, i'm always i'm always follow, following and searching so i can so i can discover you know new ways so i'm not really you know uh focusing on one one or two rappers you know my, like my entire life right yeah there's a lot of hip-hop music out there and rap music and amazing rappers all over the place and i mean we had so like our podcasts are like our tag is like the world's a buffet of, you know it's time to eat but it's like you got to look at all music genres as a buffet rather than just you know if we're talking classical music, we're talking only about maybe Schumann, or if we're talking rock music, we only talk about Zeppelin, you know, or something. <laughs> it's best to like get a huge range of, of, of music and listen to different things and really kind of expand your palette. And then for those who want to create, you bring all that together and kind of mold that into what your own, your own style is, you know, and I think you yeah. do that really well. Well, I think there's so oh, much thank you. to be learned from other genres. Like I remember um, I studied classical music and studied um, electroacoustic composition. And it was, I'd always, the classical community can tend to frown on popular genres, but I had one professor that was like, if you want to learn how to mix music, you need to go listen to hip hop because these are some of the best mixed artists in the world. He's like, they have, everything sounds flawless you need to go listen and I was like that was the first time I was like somebody's recognized like how <laughs> other music genres can really help you improve your game and just listening to everyone and whoever you can like you can always find inspiration so that's really really cool that you do that and it, it definitely shows in your in your technique and then mm -hmm. you know hip-hop music is something like um until today, I'm refusing to consider hip hop an art. I'm always considering hip hop a container, an empty container with the, with the, contain the mechanism of every, or whatever art in the world. Because Ooh, I like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something that you just put whatever in, and it fits in, mm. and it grows more complex and more, you know, more beautiful and 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 a lot of other things. So. For me, hip hop is that thing that can contain any art and give it a plus and give it a high and and, and push it to a higher level. So yeah. this is what is hip hop for me. You know, for example, you know, um, I tried sculpture, you know, and I see those who uh, who create, you know, chains, you know, uh, gold and all that stuff, you know, diamonds. That's a lot of that's an art. I searched that, that this is really an, an art. You know, those who make covers, um, that those who make the instrumental, you know, the DJ, you know, even even th 
there is in a rap concert there's a high level of being an artist even when you're managing the show before it happened mm-hmm. i worked in a zigara show which is you know the number one pop you know it's a sufi music show um it's you know it's a legendary show it's like where we make we make four shows a month during the whole year with more than 40 show during the summer wow. we, you know we're like, like famous everywhere even, even countries around you know the, the countries like morocco other countries around you know at that time i began as the as the manager and also as the the stage manager there's a level where you feel self like really an artist just because you were involved in something related to hip-hop yeah. you know you know it, when you say rapper it's just rapper mc just mc too but when you say hip-hop is like an invitation mm-hmm. oh, like you know there is no matter how you're different there's something there's somewhere in that container where you can fit in and not only fit in just like like you're welcome and you win it that's it no you just like uh, hip hop will will identify you in front of everybody with something with something more than you just know about yourself. I learn from hip hop like every day, you know, because uh, I'm living in the hip hop way until today. I'm in a band where I, I still got my b boy crew. Uh, my DJ is the best DJ. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I'm look. I probably I'll be more relaxed to talk about this in another time when we just talk about hip hop. But for now, as I told you, I consider hip hop as as something that just contains every single art in the world. No matter is it'll make it work. It'll make it you know it it will make it look noble as it should look. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Damn, yeah. Cool. Well, I love that. Holy cow. And I love, I love that idea of like, Hey, wherever you're at, you're welcome. Come express yourself. Come join us. You'll fit in. Do your thing. Yeah. 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 It, it, it happened. It, it happened. It happened every day in America. For example, you remember when Jay-Z wrote still Dre? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know, it's, it's Dr. Dre and Snoop Doggy Dog and they got, and they got Dr. Dre, Snoop Doggy Dog. They got, Jay-Z, when he just begun writing for them, you know, mm-hmm. a legendary track. Right, <laughs> it's right. Crazy. They they wanted they wanted to 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 play a game to Snoop and they, they were like, oh come on, you're Snoop, how come somebody wrote for you? He told them no. It's not about it's not about who who wrote it who, or whoever did whatever in the band. It's about who gave the plus to the whole crew to move forward. You know, mm. it's yeah. about who bring that plus and that plus is about to bring more plus uh, and high to everybody so th- th- this is what it's about you know it's, yeah. it's social it's human is it's, i don't know it's, it's everything yeah i mean it's it it comes from the root of you know hip-hop when it like starting in the bronx and things where it's like it was a community event you know the community got together and people talked and there's music playing and it was a party thing and people were just celebrating life, you know, and uh, it wasn't, you know, people have this like whole negative attitude when it comes to hip hop and rap music of like, you know, oh, it's all about degrading women and violence and things. And it's like, but, you know, I- it started as a, like a community upbringing and uh, as, a, as a way to celebrate themselves when everyone else was ignoring them, you know, so it's, 
it's it's a really amazing thing just how uh nurturing it can be you know well uh, yeah i'm with you and i can add to this you know uh, right now hip-hop is kind of that uh five-star place that nobody nobody can go that easy right really have to identify yourself next to a hip-hop family so you can be welcome because you need trust and all that stuff and why is that because at the 70s i think the mistake began with mtv when they they look at the whole hip-hop scene and they say no i think give me that man i mm. like this one the rapper just give me the rapper and i don't need nobody else yeah. from that time the rapper is kind of representing only himself and what he likes and what he loves so so yeah from that time hip-hop is different it's different. It's kind of, right. it's kind of, you know, the next door party that you always hear. It doesn't, it doesn't stress you when you sleep. Uh, it has beautiful lights, but it's next door. But you just cannot go because you never came, you never got closer to say hi. Can I, can I take a look? So this is hip hop right now. It was like before, you know, before, uh, as I searched, you know, and I learned about. It was like everybody is, everybody's welcome. You know, it's just, it's just, just a black black party and and, they, and everybody's welcome nowadays it's, it's something that you just look at it from a distance and you see what is this and and you still wait for the moment you you push yourself to go and ask about it and then mm. you're going to be welcome all of that because you know they they took the rapper they took the mc out of band and then out of the band and they the name of rapper and they cone it to sell it so that's what tv does and that's what i think that's what brought all what it is, you know, violence, uh, sublim- subliminal, you know, and all that stuff that everybody, you know, uh, criticized nowadays. So I think, yeah, to not get far from the subject because. No, you're good. <laughs> this is what we enjoy. We enjoy these little rabbit holes we fall into. And, and stuff. Well, I, well, I swear to God, this is my first, this is my first interview on zoom it's the first time that i use zoom my entire life very cool yeah it's going great (laughs) so maybe yeah maybe you could explain what a b-boy is a b-boy is yeah like hi like how uh, what do you want me to explain precisely in a b-boy so you know you said you started at what um and 19 you were you began a, your music career as a yeah b-boy. i got you yeah i got you well um it wasn't as a b-boy but as a rapper oh okay okay well really no no it, it is what happened but i'm going to explain it to you um uh in detail well um i wanted to i just wanted to rap mm-hmm. so there's a dance school called uh the duma the duma dancing school it has like six over over 600 girl dance dancer in it and only two boys and i was like the boy number three and i was like okay they can have stage like every weekend but they they only do dance you know how how am i supposed to to welcome myself in so i went to the to the trainers and told them hi i'm a rapper you know dancers they probably you know uh get tired a little bit if you wish, at that pause of 10 minutes or whatever, I can go do a show. Mm. They said, okay, you're welcome to do this. We'll do a test, and then we'll see, we'll see what is it going to be. They didn't call me for the test, but they called me straight for the show. 
So I went to the show. They gave me the first 10 minutes where, you know, that's supposed to rest. And it was like, oh, my God, what is he doing? <laughs> and after the 10 minutes, they came to me. That was awesome. Well, what is that? I told him, this is emceeing, you know, this is emceeing. Ah, so it's, it, it's, it's not only rapping. I told him, no, this is, you know, rapping is a part of being, being an MC. you know. Yeah. You know, rapping is sometimes, like, it's the way that you represent yourself as an MC. you know, to show the people that you're in control and you're you're ready to give them, you know, pleasure and fun. Yeah. So the show, oh, this is really good. So, and then, and then they asked me one day about what am I supposed, uh, if there's anything that I have to ask for so I can feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I told them I want, I want my own B-Boys band. They told okay. me, oh, so, so this is what you want. It's okay. You just, just take a look around. Every, anybody you see, like, able to do this? How do you call this? I told them it's, it's break dancing. They say, just bring him and we'll, we'll give you the space and time and they can learn it. I was like happy. I was like, wow. was like you know, it was, it was, it was a dream came true to me. I went, so I, so I went back to, to the school, to school and, and I was uh, too close to uh, uh, six other friends of mine, which are, you know, the Janoon crew, the craziness crew. And we got and 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 we got like uh, plenty of space, stages every weekend, and all that stuff. So this is how I began as a b boy. Okay, okay. So I just b boy. I just b boy like like for thirty minutes with them. Then I spent like the forty left minutes rapping for the show and all that stuff. So yeah. this is how it it began. Yeah. I love that. I love that kind of yeah. symbiotic relationship. You know what I mean? Like you got something out of it, and they got you know something out of it. And you yeah, were, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I needed a break, and instead of just having dead space or recorded music, now we have yeah. live performance going on this whole time. So. Yeah, we invested. We invested in each other. I was like, uh, I've been telling them, look, I can paint, and 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 I worked hard like weeks, you know, trying to convert painting into graffiti because I know the diff- what what was the differences, you know, mm-hmm. painting right. is kind of academic. You know, graffiti is kind of, you know, street and rubble and all that stuff. I just did a couple of conversion in my mentality so I can feel myself in while I'm doing graffiti. So I told them this graffiti, it will make the scene look good. They said, okay. I told them, why, why the sound guy is all behind the scene? Just, just, just put him, give him something to look good and put him in the middle of the show, of, of the show too. He can, he can look as a DJ. Why not look like a technician or a sound engineer? You just as much more people you put in the scene and more you organize them and more you, you put lights on them, more the show will look better and better. And they told me, yeah, you're right. And, and we worked on it. So, yeah, we invested in each other. So yeah. this is, yeah. That's really cool. I love that idea of painting, like, hey, I'm bringing this into the frame. I'm bringing this into the frame. Bringing yeah, it, you know, yeah. It's all going to look good. So, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I have like maybe two more questions, uh, and that's one is, uh, what are your goals for twenty twenty one? Oh, what are my goals for twenty twenty one? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a kind of short time term goal guy, so I don't. Okay. You know, <laughs> I do too much thing, you know. Believe me, I'm, right? I do crazy thing every day. Every day, but okay. Let's let, let me project myself further. You know, your question is very good. Twenty twenty one. Well, um, 
first of all, being safe, mm-hmm. which I wish to everybody around. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> finishing the album. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is this going to be like uh, all you on the album? Well, well, I mean, like your your group and stuff. Well, me and Anthony were uh, uh, were okay for a couple of terms, you know, and uh, about how am I supposed to work. So for now, uh, uh, I think I'm going to uh, work on my solo album. Mm-hmm. In every other featuring with my superstar friends about to happen in their channel. Okay. But uh, I'm going to be thirsty for a couple of featuring if it's going to be a next album. You know, after the solo album, it's the last, I'm going to put like feed in every track, feed in every track, and and uh, um, every single rap star or star in the city is a close friend of mine because I work in the ministry. Uh, they they do the eggs. Um, uh, I'm responsible for the. Um, uh, exams for the professional card for artists. You know, this oh. is the card that give you, you know, authorization to get stage. Also, to, you know, this is your artist ID. Uh, so all of them are my friends and like close friends. So I think uh, the next album I'm going to discuss with Anthony. Um, I'll be pleased if if I all of them are our featurings. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. 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 Or else, or else you can just be m- more precise. You know, fortunately for a lot of people, I'm a man of detail. I had, you know, I really sometimes need like really detailed questions so I can, so I can answer right. But, yeah. but <laughs> you know, to answer back the question about 2021, um, I'm not, I'm not focusing. It's kind of automatically happening for me that I just do the closest thing that I that I should do now and then I'm just film I'm just I'm just achieving things you know at the mm. speed of life not more but it's fine it's okay man that's that's still a beautiful sentiment and I think that's a great way to go after projects in your life because sometimes you can get caught up on that oh I need to hit this big goal six months from now but when you when you're just taking it day by day like you're living in it you're enjoying it you're breathing it like that's that's a really beautiful way to live yeah, yeah. What I always tell myself when I when I begin to do something, you know, that should be accomplished, like in the close future, or or, or whatever thing that, that is going to take too much time for me, mm-hmm. I don't focus on consequences because focusing on consequences is the same as focusing on achieving it. You're always thinking on at the end, you know. You always think of uh, the end of the tunnel while. Wow, in reality, you have to focus at the first step and the step next mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's really similar to a mistake that everybody commits. It's focusing too much on the problem and the solution passes and you, you don't see it, you know. Yeah. So, this, this is, yeah. so I don't focus too much on what am I supposed to do the next year, the next 10 years. For me, it's enough to, uh, yeah, you really, not really being you, you, like, you know, obsessed of, obsessed about doing it all or or you know finishing it no i just i just say like okay the next year i'm gonna i'm gonna have a car for example okay it's gonna happen what am i supposed to do you know you know pass uh having a permit you know working working more to have more money and all that stuff yeah no questions 
I don't ask myself questions when it's about uh, doing things for the future. Like, am I going to do it? Is it going to happen? No, <laughs> I don't do this. Oh, I love that. I'm, I'm learning so much from you today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, that's a great, like, mental stance. Like, you set that goal. Okay, it's going to happen. Now, what do I do to get there? Let's just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need that and- in my life. <laughs> It always happened. It always happened. It always happened. You just have to be you, you know. Yeah. You know, in my case, it's me. I'm not. I'm not like Drake when he be when when he just begun. I know who I am and I know what I can do. I right. believe in myself, uh, and, and and that's it. That's it. Well, exactly. Really cool. I needed that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So my last question is, if there was one artist that you would want to feature with or work with, who would it be? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a tough question. Anybody can can answer the same, but um, <laughs> my answer is simple. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, my answer is simple. Back, you know, uh, when I saw myself at an early age that I can rap, then I can do good rap. I was like, why are those rappers, why are those rappers don't want to feature me? Why? I was like, mm. I couldn't find no explanation. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, look, look, bro. Uh, Sometimes I just think about it this way. Boy, I rap better than you. Why, why don't you rap? Why you don't like to rap with me? And I was like, damn, why people do this? It's, it's, a, it's a community. Right. I'm, not, I'm a right person for you. I gave you proof that I am why don't you come and join me right since that day I always look for beginners always support beginners always accept them I prefer beginners and I prefer those who are unknown more than those who are uh yeah Yeah. so to answer your question it's two rappers okay okay the first one is somebody who just learned me too much. Uh, we talked about this like uh, days ago, me and Anthony. There's a rapper. I didn't, I, I never looked where he's from. I just, I just listened to him. He's uh, blind and I think he got some kind of autism, autism, or I don't know if, I uh, hope I'm not wrong about the word. He's partially, partially disabled. Okay. Yeah. And more and more, and more importantly, importantly in the situation, he's blind, but he's doing one of the, he, he got crazy flow. Everybody in America respect him, even though he's not really well known. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I really want to feature that rapper. His name is uh, Blind Fury. I oh, respect cool. him too much. Yeah. I respect him too much. And then straight away, for sure, anybody from Wu-Tang Clan and Eminem, nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> especially, especially, especially um, Inspector Deck, because in uh, in the album Wu Tang Clan Forever, he had got a track called "The Better Tomorrow." I'm in love with a track until today. Mm. Oh, Even cool. though we go to freestyle, we freestyle, we do our verse and all that stuff. I don't know how it happened, but sometimes the fifth, the sixth verse, maybe ten verse, and then right after that, I just dropped all the verse of uh, of. Of uh, you know, better tomorrow because I love the track. Wow. 
Wow, cool. So for now, yeah, this how this is this this is how I dream to to feed people, you know, for now. So, you know, uh I'm seriously I'm seriously thinking about asking Anthony if there's a way I can do a featuring with uh with uh with with some rappers that I that I really love and respect too much, you know. And yeah. and the number one for me, for me, you know, personally is Blind Fury. Blind Fury. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, he's he's doing things that I feel sometimes like I'm telling myself, come on, man, you're weak, you're weak. Look, <laughs> look at him, what he's doing. Look, look what he's doing, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really cool. That's so inspiring. Holy cow. Very cool. Yeah. Well, well, Marwan, thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, it's been great oh, talking welcome. to you. Yeah, uh, me too. Sorry if I'm stressed out a little bit. It's, it's my first. Look, my friend always laughed at me because, you know, if, if somebody is recording an interview with me, I see the camera as a bazooka in front of my face. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this is me. Know. This is me. Oh, yeah. Our... I really enjoyed this. And yeah. I feel like I learned so much from you. And your story is so inspiring. And I just, I Thank can't wait to see yeah, I can't wait to see more and hear more. And we'll definitely talk about you when we talk to Anthony later on this month. So, okay, okay, <laughs> perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome, my brother. Thanks for listening to the Sounds of the World podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. There are links to everything in the episode description and also on our website. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sounds of the World. To show support for Sounds of the World podcast, please join our Patreon, where you can have access to our after-party discussions with guests, discounted merchandise, and even more. If you have any questions, answers, or episode suggestions, please email us at Sounds of the world podcast at gmail.com. Well, Bill, I think I'm going to go have a beer now. Hey, there you go. <laughs>